Don't look under the internet. One of them. <laughs> yeah, you have been called a power bottom. Uh, beta top. See, people are talking. <laughs> he absorbs. What- <laughs> <laughs> they noticed people like me are saying real good things about people like me. <laughs> God damn it. Um, well, what better way to start this off than that? Welcome everyone <laughs> to don't look under the internet, a podcast where Mike's we- rampant narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to start the show than me? <laughs> Just me. Uh, no, this is don't look under the internet. The show where we talk about the scary, Horrifying things on the internet. I forgot. You, you say it. <laughs> you fucking say it. We are an internet horror comedy. It's internet three fucking words. Comedy. A horrible internet comedy. <laughs> that's even better. If we're being honest. Uh, that's Jason. Hello. That's Matt, aka Moot, aka Mootiful, aka uh, Moot Tholomew J. Simpson. Uh, actually, I think now is as good a time as any to reveal that my actual identity is Marcus Fartbutt. (laughs) (laughs) We've been hinting at it for decades. Important question. Do you have a doctorate? Yeah. Okay, good. He's not not a phony. In butt farts. (laughs) I am Dr. Marcus Fartbutt. He didn't go to seven years of Fartbutt college. (laughs) Is this the last? (laughs) He called Mister Fartbutt. Is this is is this the last name conversation again? (laughs) This one's just very literal. (laughs) Yeah, doctor. I'm Doctor Marcus Fartbutt, doctor of Fartbutt. It's Mister Doctor Professor Fartbutt. That's my email signature. (laughs) With a minor in anal seepage. Oh no! <laughs> well, on get that, us out of here, Mike. On that note, deluding <laughs> housekeeping. Your head. You're gonna need housekeeping after the seepage. Um, so, <laughs> oh god! I would like to introduce a couple new Patri Patri Patreons. Porky <laughs> <laughs> pegged it a little bit there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I have bad internet here. I was lagging. Oh, um, you have bad internet here. Got it. Yeah. Um, so I would like to introduce some new patrons. Um, we have Harrison. 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 Are you saying Harrison or Harrison? Harrison. 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 We have. It's not a word anymore. We we have uh, GP Angel Cosmic Horror Cutie, which full name. Very, very. very, That's all one name. That's all one name is GP Angel Cosmic Horror Cutie. What does the GP stand for? Okay. Guardian Angel. <laughs> Guardian General Angel Angel. General Practitioner Angel. <laughs> um, we have Chloe uh, Min- Minnick. Minnick. There's two N's. I can't make fun of someone's actual Chloe Minnick. Um, and then we have Mason McLemore. McLemore. Macklemore? No, it's not Macklemore. That'd be cool. Um, J- Mason uh, McLemore. And then we have our boy Jack Barber, who came back from the dead hey. and is back in the Patreon. Um, 
So thank you all you guys. You guys are lovely people. Honestly, look me in the eye. Those of you looking that's not you on YouTube. I can't tell what your eyes are. Shut up. Yeah. It's you, so, those it's of you just that, a blur. Those of you that aren't on the YouTube, uh, this won't work for you, but look me in the eye. If you're on the YouTube, look me in the eye. If you're on the YouTube, hopefully this is the last episode. YouTube. Dot, will look like you, YouTube.com <laughs> slash at Dilutty Pod. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, okay. It's clearing up now. Look just at me. don't move much. Just don't move. Beautiful. Thank you all. Anyway. That's all I had. You too could be a patron if you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Dilutty Pod. You can give us something or... You'll probably you, give us nothing. You could give fine. us nothing and you could just stare at that... Uh, that that screen and then think what if I did give them something should I take that face and turn it into the first thing patrons see just the most yes. giant well that will definitely scare them away <laughs> absolutely yes uh, I mean that we'll get loads of like emails talking about my face and how it's yeah. weird um absolutely yes maybe some that got lost in hey, at least people will interact with us huh? that's true we'll get emails like a man named Ken got emails Ooh, look at that sneaky Lots little bird of scooter. emails. I'm good or sometimes. emails? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what my, that's what Finley leaves for other dogs. Yes. Oh, P-mails. Yeah. That is kind of the emailing of it is. dogs. It's just, I pissed on this hydrant. Please respond. <laughs> right. He goes and smells the Whoa. message board and leaves his own message as a reply. <laughs> All this time, oh, we thought Al Gore invented the internet. <laughs> it was dogs. It was really dogs. It was, it was Finley. <laughs> um... Anyway, back to emails. Yeah, <laughs> back to emails. <laughs> so today we're talking about a weird chain of, I don't even know if I call them emails as much as just weird computer messages. No, oh, they're emails. Um, <laughs> they are electronic mails. We're talking about the Doddleson messages. Mm. Ooh, now you're probably asking yourself, Michael, I don't know shit about fuck about what you just fucking said. <laughs> and <laughs> neither did I until two weeks ago. Thank you. Yeah. Until two weeks ago when Jason was like, you want to talk about this? And we were all just like, sure. I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so thus became the Doddleson messages. Yep, yep, yep. Um, honestly, pretty, pretty fun. This was a, a fun this was a surprisingly fun one. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I enjoyed this. I think I just like message board shit. Because I enjoyed this almost as much as I like Defer County, which is mostly just message board shit. That's all message boards. I just like message board. Message board shit? I, well, I mean, when I say I mean, message I, it's board, it's a I'm, message board across time and space, I guess. Yeah, that's what I, I just mean, like messages. Like, I like a good story that's just like, <laughs> like human interaction. Like, <laughs> Mike likes it when people convey messages to him. I like a, I, I like a nice notarized letter every now and then. That's how easy it is. If you want to make Mike happy, just write his name on a piece write of paper and just hand letter. it to him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, where do we start off with this? I guess. If I could, are you sum- asking yourself or <laughs> no? If I could introduce this somehow, I would say to make it easy. Back in the eighties, I believe this was going on in the eighties, yeah, mid eighties. Um, a man named yeah, a man mm. named Ken Webster, not to be confused with Webster Dictionary. Um, you don't know that came, you're right. He, <laughs> a man named Dictionary Webster um, came across Dick Webster for short. He he brought home a computer from work. And as soon as he did this, weird shit started happening around his house. And he realized he was having like a time traveler's wife situation happen um, with the past and the future. <gasps> yes. What a twist. Ooh. I know. What a world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where is this all kind of 
start. Um, I guess we could say it starts with our boy Ken. Um, our guy Ken. here, yeah, guy, our guy Ken, guy Ken, guy Ken. Our guy here, he graduated from the university of a university that I'm going to butcher the name of. Please do. I'm so excited to hear it. Aberystwyth. Um, I think Abers, Aberystwyth. There's fucking. We just lost everyone in what? the UK. Fucking Brits. <laughs> um, but he graduated in 1976. And soon after, he relocated to a small town in uh, the northwestern regions of England. I'm pretty sure that's just Wales. Um Parts of Wales, Wales is yeah, in the south of England, isn't whatever. It? Yeah, Wales is south. <laughs> Ireland's south more north. <laughs> England is a country. Okay, I don't know maps. <laughs> I think that's safe to say I don't know maps. I've played Geo. Uh, you did Guesser, play Geo Guesser, and I'm bad at it. Um, but he relocated lo- relocated himself to Doddleston, um, and he started working there as a teacher at Harrowden High School. Um, Howarden. 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 Words hard. I hate the British and their dumb words. Um, <laughs> and they just remove like half the letters from words. Yeah. I hate, say them. hate it so much. Um, Howarden is a school that is right dead set in the middle of uh, the United Kingdom's little project they had going on called the Computer Literacy Project. Moot. What was that? Nose. Yeah. Moot nose. So, oh. yeah. They, they had this thing, this computer called the bbc micro and what the bbc micro was was a computer that was developed by uh acorn computers which is a british company that is now defunct oh um, i hope they went on to make those acorn stair lifts but they did not do that <laughs> they found a market that would be quite the pivot oh my god i'm so um, sorry to interrupt you real quick but people probably noticed uh there's no doug here oh my god yes um yeah oh, he, shit we didn't even fucking say that we just completely like doug doesn't exist um <laughs> you yeah. didn't even do the thing where you're like pretend that doug's here <laughs> like, and like fuck say that guy <laughs> uh yeah no doug doug is gonna wait, be wait, wait. you know what what do you got for me there he is. He's here. Uh, There's Doug. I will have sex with Hamlet, Doug. Um, <laughs> that is from one of our Patreon episodes, if you it want is. to find out. Patreon.com slash TotallyPod. But he is going to be probably off the epi- uh, the show for a little bit. He's got some stuff at home that he's taking care of. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he's, um, he actually, he might not be. I um, I talked to him actually a little bit before I came over here. And uh, I don't know if he's going to be here for like the next few um, but yeah, he's, he's out of state. He's just taking care of some personal stuff. So, yep. So, uh, um, he gets back, he'll be back when he gets back. <clears throat> anyway, continue for, yeah, love you, buddy. Everyone say, I love you at Doug. Love you, Doug. Yeah. Damn. <clears throat> anyway, continue forward. Mutholomew J. Simpson. Uh, yeah, the BBC micro. So it's a computer that was developed by Acorn computers. Like I said, which was a English computing company that is now defunct. They went officially out of business in 2015. But basically what this computer was, was a cheap way to get personal computers into the hands of students and the general public in the UK. So Acorn Computers and the BBC started this program called the Computer Literacy Project, and they would... uh, (laughs) They would give these computers to local school systems... Um, or sell them for cheap to students or libraries or whatever. You can thank then, Margaret Thatcher for this. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher. Um, that- Mar- Mar- B. Thatchin. 
What's Marg B. Thatch? Which one is? Who's the lady that Reagan was married to? The one that had the Gok Gok three thousand. Uh, wait, that who is married not, to? Not Margaret. I thought Thatcher. it was. Not, I thought it was Margaret Thatcher. Who? No, who was Reagan Margaret married Thatcher to? Was the the prime minister of England? Who for a was bit? Reagan married to? Hang on. Are you talking about Nancy Reagan? Nancy Reagan. Yeah, she had the Gok Gok three thousand. Yeah, she did. Yeah, what? she did. <laughs> Mike, do you want to go over real quick what a Gluck Gluck 3000 is? Yeah, let's, let's rumor do that. Came out, rumor came out from a couple of older celebrities <laughs> that she had a throat on her, and she would use it. Um, she Mr. Was the T has... Goat. She was the throat goat. Mr. T has some uh, things to say about old <laughs> Nancy Reagan being the Gok Gok champion. Um why is she? Called, why is it Thatcher called Gok Gok? Because into this s- fucking conversation for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the, the Gok Gok because the sounds you make when you're, you know, doing. Glock, glock. There you go. That makes sense. <laughs> gok Gok. Yeah, that's the sound of the now. police. <laughs> I get it. Nancy <laughs> <laughs> Reagan was strapped. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was looking for any reason. Any reason. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a reason. I'll suck that dick right now. I well, that's all I need. Oh my god! Sorry, Matt. We that um, was that had nothing to do with anything we're talking about. I'm no, so sorry. It, it didn't. I'm still not sure how the connection was because drawn I thought it was Margaret Nancy Reagan. I thought it was Margaret Thatcher that had the gawk, but it was actually the Nancy Reagan. I fucked up on that one. Okay. (laughs) The Nancy Reagan. Mike got on the wrong bird scooter and he did not come back. The BBC, which is not the kind of BBC (laughs) that Nancy Reagan was interested in. We're talking about the British Broadcasting Company. (laughs) They started this program where they would have these regular programs that they aired on BBC Two that would teach students how to use these BBC micro computers and um, so they often ended up in the hands of educators in schools like I said which is how uh, our old buddy Ken got a hold of these Um, and if you want to know more about Acorn Computers uh, even though they went out of business in 2015 their legacy still lives on in, in the stairless. processors that oh, I swear to fucking god <laughs> You're uh, almost there Matt you're fuck. almost there I'm shutting up no, now I give up No no They they invented ARM, which is the architecture that your phone runs on, that your router probably runs on. Um, so that's the legacy that they left behind. Uh, actually, the guy that invented the Raspberry Pi created the Raspberry Pi because he had a uh, BBC Micro as a kid, and he wanted to provide affordable computing to other young people uh, the same way that he had affordable computing, thanks to the BBC Micro and Acorn Computers when he was a kid. Oh. So you can thank Acorn Computers and the BBC for the Raspberry Pi. Thanks, thanks Acorn. Acorn Computers. No one tackles the dilemma <laughs> of stairs like you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fuck. Uh, God, we are so fucking anyway, dumb. <laughs> so... Like I mentioned, the BBC Micro ended up in the hands of our old friend Ken here because 
they had one at the school that he was an economics teacher at. So do you want to talk more about what Ken did with this computer, Jason? I would love to. Um, so as we said, Ken moved to Doddleston so he could, uh, get involved with this, uh, Horden high school. And like we said, the UK's computer literacy project was active at this school. So Ken got access to one of these BBC micros. Yeah. Apparently according to him, he said that they had the, I think he called it like the, the funds or they had enough, they have, they had enough like setups to where, um, they they had too many computers to where they were like yeah you can yeah. you can borrow it you can take it home yeah and he would just he would borrow it he'd bring it home and he would do a bunch of work and then he'd bring it back and it, like it really was not a big deal um and they get oh I'm so did we talk about like the name of his house did we mention that at all nope okay so I don't like so the house that he lives in is actually so one of the things about the UK that is kind of adorable is a lot of like cottages and houses have like proper names so like this is called the Meadow Cottage. And it's the only one that you can find in this area. Um, and it's just this, this small little cottage. Just think like Ireland, like Irish cottage or UK cottage. Just something a little small ass town. Hi, it's pretty quaint. It's pretty quaint. Um, so he got to take this BBC micro home. Um, now, what? Just BBC and micro <laughs> the in the same <laughs> sentence. Black micro penis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've made this yeah, joke before. That's what we're all thinking. Yeah. Every time we say it, BBC, BBC, BBC. Big black micropenis. Big black micropenis. <laughs> it's a paradox. <laughs> um, so the uh, maybe that's what created this this wormhole in the fabric of the universe. The, the, yes, this fucking uh, what is it called? Like when you when you see like a beware of dog sign, but it's a chihuahua. What are those called? Or like jumbo shrimp, you know, all shrimp oh, or like small. a misnomer. Is it Oxymoron. a misnomer? Oxymoron. 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 That's the word. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, that's the word. That is big black micropenis is oxymoronic as hell. Um, but so he lived in this in this cottage and he would bring this BBC micro home. Um, so shortly after moving into the cottage, he started noticing something just a little weird. Um, the weird thing he noticed was these small six toed footprints that seemed to walk directly up the wall and through the ceiling. Yeah, I don't like that. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> this is the sound he made when he saw them. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> he became Italian all of a sudden. <laughs> he started dying. Um, so he sees these footprints on his walls leading up through the ceiling to where we don't know. Um, he, so he looked at his house and he said, you know what? This house is kind of old. It might be, have something to do with that. Maybe it's just like worn spots on the wall that are like letting some moisture through. He tried to explain it away all he could. So he painted over it. The very next day he found the prints right back on top of the fresh layer of paint. Now that is, (laughs) that you can't really explain that. Um, Checkmate atheist. Checkmate. <laughs> How do you explain that? Um, so it's in the following days, after he noticed these footprints, he started noticing other weird things like uh, bottles and cans and some maybe some boxes that were stacked in like different towers. Um, he started noticing a bunch of his tinnies just being stacked up on, on top of It was of a lot other. of stacking. Lots yeah. and lots of stacking. Sometimes it was over a like... Real board ghost. Very. <laughs> like if you're, if you're playing reverse Jenga to pass the time, you're, you're doing something wrong. There's TV, idiot. Um, <laughs> watch Walter Cronkite like a real American. <laughs> yes, um, a real British American. <laughs> yes, a real British American. 
Um, so things kept, just kept stacking up, and eventually, uh, Ken um, and his uh, his what was his wife or girlfriend? I don't remember. Girlfriend, girlfriend Debbie, um, and roommate Nick. And roommate Nick. Thank you, Mike. Um, they all just kind of like assumed it was each other. <laughs> they were all just fucking with each they other. They were really hoping one of them would come out and just yell. Yeah. Pranks, oh, but no prank. one did. It's just a prank, bro. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, but no one did that. So, um, as Christmas of 1985 started to get closer and closer, the household decided. I thought the the, friend, the roommate was Peter. No, that's his. No, that's uh, his colleague, that's Ken's colleague. Yes, yeah, that's his oh, colleague. Okay. Uh, we'll get to him okay. in just a second. Um, so it. Christmas, actually, I'm not sure. Was this ni- Christmas 1984 or was this Christmas 1985 going into 1986? I think it's going into 1985. Okay, that's what I thought. I so Christmas of 1984. Um, household didn't exactly like what was going on, so they decided to visit their friend Dave. Dave Lovell. Um, and they He's le- not here, man. And... They left it on the the boots. They left their their BBC micro on, and they left it on the boot screen. That's important. In, it'll be important in just a second. So when Ken logs into this machine, he finds a file called KDN, and he opens it, and this is what it says: Ken, Deb, Nick. True are the nightmares of a person that fears. Safe are the bodies of the silent world. Turn pretty flower, turn towards the sun, for you shall grow and sow. But the flower reaches too high and withers in the burning light. Get out your bricks. Pussycat, pussycat. Went to London to seek fame. <laughs> I knew we couldn't get past that part. What's <laughs> <laughs> new, pussycat? Yep. Some Tom Jones in this it's bitch. It's not unusual. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. Went to London to seek fame and fortune. Faith must not be lost. For this shall be your redeemer. Um, now, this is not something that Ken or his household had created at all. Um, and he mostly played it off as just kind of a prank by his friend John, um, who was he was one of their friends who would visit to uh, like record different musical tracks, mainly guitar tracks. Um, after this happened, as is tradition with how this uh, this household and this computer operated, um, it went back to the school, and it was not borrowed again until 1985. Now, I do want to make this a, a point. It was not the same computer every single time. Yeah, he would go back and just grab different ones. It would be different computers, and that's a very important detail that I missed the first time on this. I thought he was just bringing the same one back, and no. Oh, I didn't realize that either. Right. I thought it was the same computer. It's, mm-hmm. it's different okay. ones every single time. Mm, that adds that's whole, important. It's very important. It adds a whole new fucking layer to everything. Um. So yeah, February 1985 is when uh, the... BBC Micro comes back to the uh, to Ken's house. Um, so one evening after Ken Debbie, a BBC Micro comes back. A B, not the same one, right? I need to fucking watch myself on that. Um, you're cro- you're walking on thin ice, Mister. <laughs> every time I say every time I say it wrong, just kick me in the dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like for, Mike's gonna do that. I know, and I can't even get mad sure. when it happens. Um, you did this to so, yourself. So, a BBC micro <laughs> enters the household of Ken. Um, one evening, after uh, Ken, Debbie, and Nick return home from a road trip, they find a new file on their computer on their little BBC micro, 
And this time the file says re eight, which if you, I mean, anybody could probably guess that that was supposed to say create. Pre- oh, what? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> no, you've already interrupted. <laughs> he tried, he tried to sound smart by predicting what I was going to say. And it went horribly wrong. Um, so this is what the, the file create says. <laughs> Just look at Just that. Look. <laughs> What's up there? Oh, what's up there? Was it nonchalant? (laughs) Um, Late cool. So this file creates. This is how it reads. It says, I write on behalf of many what strange words thou speak. Although I must confess that I hath also been ill schooled. Sometimes methinks alterations are somewhat barful for they break main asleep in mine bed. You sound just like an old school this guy. Is fucking tough, man. <laughs> Thou art goodly man who hath fanciful woman who dwell in mine home. Shakespeare? Is that you? I hath no want to affray. <laughs> for only since mine half-witted antic has ripped a twain mine bound, hath I been wreathed at night. I hath seen many alterations. Lastly charge house and thou home. Tis a fitting place. With lights which devil maketh and costly things... That only mine friend Edmund Gray can afford, or the king himself. Twas a great crime to hath bribed mine house. L.W. Do you know that Shakespeare invented the soliloquy? I did. Yeah. Shakespeare, <laughs> Shakespeare invented a bunch of cool shit. And words. Words were the best. <laughs> Some of his invented words are great. Dolph. There was no language. No. Only Zool. Shakespeare, he invented words. Yes. He, he said, <laughs> he just looks at everyone and goes, hello. And they're like, <gasps> um, so clearly this just got a fucking fuckload weirder, like a way weirder. Um, I don't know if this is just like some early version of like, a, like a LARP. Like somebody trying to LARP on the internet or something. <laughs> <Lightning> bolt. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is. Um, so, and neither did Ken. Well, there, there was no internet. That's important. That is there, very important, no right? Ne- there's no networking capability nope. on the BBC Micro. It is just a computer that is just plugged into yeah. a power outlet, and that's it. They it, couldn't even use the Xanadu hyperlink no, project. Internet they had to use this. Internet was not available to the public until the 90s. I'm sure... I'm no, sure yeah, Al Gore was still working on it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so, putting those tubes together. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's just sitting there, just like, huh? Two, <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom, I did it. <laughs> Internet. Internet. What does that mean? Internet. <laughs> he pulled a Homer Simpson. He's like Trimbombolene. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my God. Okay, so. After this weird message comes through on this non-internet capable computer, uh, Ken prints off the message and has it taken to school. And most people dismissed it as mostly nonsense. I mean, to be fair, I fucking would too. If somebody handed that to me and I looked at it, they yeah. said, what does this mean? Hey, I what do you go- think of this? Pussycat, pussycat. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so everyone was like, dude, you're fucking batshit. You're insane. Like, this is nothing. Just leave it alone. And he wouldn't. Um, however, the English teacher or Peter Trinder, uh, had a much more inquisitive hey, Peter, view. Hey, Peter, Peter, what do you think of this, uh, computer? I got here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
the uh, the English teacher, Peter Trinder, was absolutely convinced that the message was written in either 16th or 17th century English. Um, there's another guy named John Cummins, um, and he was just kind of a local who worked as a solicitor. A lot of, lot of innuendo jokes in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I look I'm, over at the computer, I just see shifty-eyed moot just... Is anyone going to do it? Is anyone going to say anything? <laughs> I, I, just, I was looking at Mike, waiting on you to say something. So, this you, whole story is just a very elaborate setup. Yeah, for, yes. for, for, a, for a dick joke. joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a yeah. big dick joke. I thought the word boner was in there somewhere, and that so. was the that was the uh, the red herring to throw you off. So, <laughs> um, so again, John Cummins, who was just he was a local, and he worked as a uh, just some kind of a solicitor out of London. Um, he did apparently he needed to reply to this. So the uh, the three. So we have Ken, we have Peter, and we have John. And they drafted a reply to this very strange message. And here's what it says. In the reign of Queen Elizabeth II, dear LW, thank you for your message. We are sorry for disturbing you. What would you like us to do? Did you live in a house on this land in about 1620? Do you want us to tell you more about our time? Why write a poem? Who is Edward Gray? Is he related to the Egerton family? Do you have a family? <laughs> Forgot about that. What if they just like sprinkled in there? Hey, like, buddy, uh, how much does your life suck? <laughs> Where's your dad? I really wish they would have sprinkled in there at one point. Just like, do you know about Bofa? <laughs> <laughs> do you know about Bofa? <laughs> how about some Bofa? Uh, have you heard of a CDs? <laughs> what, 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 what's a CDs? Want to hear a story about a dragon? <laughs> God, they're just um, fucking with or, this guy. Or a future disease called ligma. <laughs> they're just fucking with this guy from the 1500s. Oh my god! The original <laughs> internet troll. Yeah, that's literally like we can't even help ourselves. Like we have a time machine computer that talks to people from the fucking 1500s. Uh-huh. And like, hey, you have some ligma? You got some weight? Do you, do you spell that up dog? You spell that up dog over here? They send back a message. And they send back a message. It's just like, hey, I, uh, I'm, the, I'm a crown prince, but I can't get to my money if you send me your social security number. I just, if you go to Western Union and wire $3,000, I just need to pay a fee to release these funds. <laughs> Seventy-three thousand Spanish doubloons. The fucked up thing is, is oh my dude, that's holy. I, do you so? Do you remember our fucking uh, advanced fee scam episode? Yes. Yeah. That shit started oh, in the fourteen hundreds in Spain of because with of this guy with Spanish fucking doubloons. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, Mike just shit. fell backwards into a smart thing. Good job. Way to go. <laughs> Hooray, accidental genius. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh man. So anyway, the rest of these questions. Oh. <laughs> so after they ask uh, if this guy has a family, they follow by saying, is the King James or Charles Stewart? What is the charge house? Was the village called Doddleston in your life? And how many families lived here? Thank you very much for your messages. Thank you for not making us afraid. Ken, Debbie and John. Um, so after this, they, they hit send, which, uh, okay. 
I want to know how they sent these. How, like, what are they? Yeah. AI what are instant they messenger. Do? There's no internet, so why would you have anything on the computer that's capable of sending a message? You don't need it. I think sent just means they just saved the file. They saved and the just file that it got read. Okay, um, that's that makes the most sense. But they keep saying sent, and after your revelation of like, hey, fucking assholes. This internet doesn't have computer because the, the internet wasn't a thing. <laughs> the internet does not have computer. You know what I fucking meant. <laughs> yeah. There, there is no email. Exactly. Yeah, I think they just they just typed up. Actually, the program they used was called Edward, like E-D-W-O-R-D. Ed, uh, and I think they, they just punched up these documents. It was basically Microsoft Word for the BBC Micro, and they just punched up these documents and then saved them. Okay. Well, that... That makes sense. Oh, I thought it was like a DOS thing because later on it mentions uh, green text on a black background. <laughs> what that's was the name the, of that? That's website? the light box. That what's his name? Yeah, is. That, that was the light yeah, box. Yeah, I, I just thought that's how they communicated. Was was it called DOS? DOS. Yeah. Yeah, I what thought that's DOS? what it was under. Well, DOS is disk operating system. That was Microsoft's original operating system. Yeah, this, this is not runs Microsoft. on a different operating system uh, called hmm. M- Acorn MOS. I think is what it's called. Acorn oh, yeah. iOS. <laughs> yes. yes. Acorn MOS. Machine <laughs> operating system. Does that clear things up, Mike? Yes. Cool. Thank you, Matt. Wait. Um, sure. Wait. <laughs> what? Now's a good time. Is it? <laughs> what are you drinking? Yep, what are you thinking? <laughs> There's a bottle here and it's empty. Oh, my. You have no yeah. idea how perfect this is timed. That's why I did it, because it's just going to get wackier from here. So oh, no, you, the next what? sentence I say, you'll understand why. So what are we drinking, Mike? Uh, what, did George, you, what did you get us? I got us some fucking, what's it called again? Evan Williams, 1783. And you brought over some Dickel. George Dickel. 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 Um, who's George Dickel? Who's George Dickel? He's eight years old. <laughs> yeah, he's eight years old. Okay. What are you drinking, Moot? Anything? I got a liquid death. Hell yeah, as <laughs> always. Not not a sponsor of the podcast. They yeah, should sponsor be. of me. Well, Unpaid sponsor. Boy, howdy, will he tell you that yeah. he has a sparkling water. Uh, yeah. Every, <laughs> everyone else, everyone else, go grab hey. your nearest uh, fish sauce or alcohol or whatever you have to take a drink. Oh, hold on, I think Matt has something important to say. Do you guys remember that I made an ARG? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talk about it just so much. <laughs> Hey, remember that one time? But why are internet horror Beans. mysteries so Why are they so appealing? appealing to the masses? <laughs> um, well, so yeah, cheers to, to George Dickel and... No, no, no. Oh. Get ready to, to Nancy Reagan. Throat the alcohol <laughs> like the, she throat the, the original throat goat. <laughs> the original throat goat. When you hear the clink, drink. Or deep throat. One of the two. Hmm. Slimy. It's satisfying. That's not. I didn't expect that. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyhow. So, after sending this message, Ken, Debbie, and John, uh, or Ken, Peter, no, Ken, Debbie, and John. I'm sorry. Peter was not the one that was helping draft this message. It was Debbie. I'm so sorry. Um, they went to the Red Lion Pub to have a couple of drinks, um, and they left the computer alone hoping that it might prompt a reply. When they came home a couple hours later, uh, a new file was waiting for them uh, with a new message. And this proves that their assumptions uh, were mm-hmm. correct, that this 
in fact, was is somebody from the fucking past, according to what they say. Here's the message. Am I going back to Shakespeare? Yeah, you have to do an accent. Billy boy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Twasn't I'm gonna go I'm it's gonna like devolve into like Australian or some shit. Oh well. You always kinda go like Scottish, I think. Okay. Uh <laughs> I will I now I'm just okay. Twas an honest farm <laughs> of oak and stone. It is helpful that you should tell me about thy time dost thou hath horse. I don't know what that means. Horse. Well, it's, that here, mean? I, here, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Holding on. Hold on. Hang on, hang on. Um, hold on. <laughs> Holding. Where's your, where's your, where's your, where's yours? What where's, is, where's your outline? We can cut this if we need to. Where's your outline? Is yours in, is in the message outline? Is that what you used? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I thought you were using an outline to read the thing. Here. No, okay. I'm just reading the fucking message. I'm going. <laughs> okay, here we go. Do you, you want to read them? Do yeah. you want to, you want to be my uh, my voice? I can do Mike that. Mike wants to hear the sound of his own voice. That's you know I, I should just kind of assume. Well, that. no, because you're doing it in a weird way. <laughs> Hang on, where the fuck is it at? Ah, schlong. Um, I'm not doing it in a weird way. <laughs> penis jokes. Penis jokes. Uh, 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 oh. Wait, where is it? Why can't I find it? Oh yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh, I clicked on one of those shitty things. All right, I'm just going to fucking read it. Twas <laughs> Ready? I got it right here. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Twas an honest farm of oak and stone. It is helpful that you should tell me about thy time. Dost thou hath horse? Got it. Okay. Edmund Gray, brother of John Gray, lives at Kinter- Kinnerton Hall. Thy king, of course, is Henry Eighth who is six and forty. I nay woot of King James. Mine charge house is a place of lore schooling. Schooling. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> LW, 28th March, Anno 1521. Damn. That was really good. Um, My charge house is a house of lore schooling. <laughs> There's the Vegeta that we all know and love. Um, he was playing Anno on his... Past computer? Yes. And are you okay? <laughs> no, it's 2021. Uh, What's Anno? It's a... Isn't that a city builder? Yeah, it's a city builder. It's kind of like a sieve. Oh. Yeah. Neat. Um, Neat. So this reply was, was a bit troubling in a couple of different ways. First off, the, the so-called historical facts proposed by LW were, like, just fucking wrong. Um, in 1521, apparently Henry, Henry VIII was only 30 years old, not 46. Also, Kinnerton Hall wouldn't be built for another 200 fucking years. And there had been a mention of Edmund or John Gray. In, there had not been any mention of Edmund or John Gray in any of the records there. Also, Ken was kind of troubled by the uh, the usage of modern grammar and punctuation marks. That would not have been fucking used in the 16th century. They didn't know what a Oxford mm. comma was. I mean, they might have, because Oxford was around. Shit. <laughs> yeah, th- doesn't this involve Oxford? It does. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I can say that with confidence, because I read I, all about it. I don't it know. <laughs> yes. I don't know how to read. <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's why we're here, Mike. Thank you. To help you. I will read you any story you want before bedtime. Um... 
So, I mean, I don't know where they thought these fucking questions were going to lead, simply because how the hell do you get answers to them? Aside from just asking this one source of information that you have in front of you, right? They respond back, ASL? ASL. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we're we're just kind of left with, is this just someone hacking? Is this someone, like, somehow getting into the computer and leaving files? Is this somebody breaking in and playing a prank? Or is this really somebody talking to somebody from the fucking 1500s? Yeah. 1521, to be exact. Um, So, Ken continues to borrow this computer. Not, damn it! Go on, let me have yeah, it, Mike. Dick kick. He already forgot. Cool. Uh, Ken would continue borrowing. Mike's a pacifist. He's <laughs> and, I don't have the heart to hurt my boy. He'd continue borrowing one of the computers. Um, Whenever he'd get a new computer, he'd send them a message saying, new pewter who dis. New, <laughs> new pewter who dis. Um... I will say that he did not. Well, he did not borrow it for work anymore. <laughs> he yeah. literally just started borrowing it so he could talk to like this fucking person. Um, a bunch of messages are conveyed back and forth. There's a whole bunch of information given. I'm not going to go over a lot of it because if you want to know what all the messages say, I would highly recommend checking out the book. Uh, the there's like what the vertical plane. Yeah, the but vertical. There's plane. like 300 That's vertical vertical line. There's what. There's like 300 of these fuckers. There's 300 fucking messages that you can read through. And there's it's it's a lot of information. And some of the messages are not included in that, which means there are more than 300 that need to be 300 and then some that need to be found. Some. One of them is just a bunch of eggplant emojis. I hope. With a, with a bunch of the like the wet yeah. <laughs> the, emoji the next squirty, to it. Yeah. Yeah. Eggplant squirty. And a peach. I don't know why there was a peach there. But... <laughs> it's because it looks like a fuzzy butt. Um... So, like, there's a whole bunch of messages, and they, they basically just try to get any information they can. Um, they don't get a whole lot. They talk about, he, the guy talks about, like, he, he lost his wife and son to the plague, but how he harvested barley for ale and how he makes his own cheese. What a man. I know, he does it fucking Making all. Making cheese. Yeah. Man's man. The, one of the more important pieces of information, though, is when he claims that his house is made of red sandstone. So, the house where mm-hmm. Ken is living is not made of red sandstone. Um, however, there is an older structure that is literally directly underneath Ken's house and it's a building that was made of red sandstone. Isn't it underneath the kitchen? It's underneath the kitchen. The the, the remnants that they found were underneath the kitchen. Yep. 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 Right underneath. Coincidence. Um, Yeah. It was buried right underneath the kitchen. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I fucking forgot about that. Yes. Um, so whoever they're talking to kind of started to think that Ken is just fucking trespassing. He's like in his house and shit, even though he can't see him. <laughs> he needs to get a, a ring camera. Yes, yes, he does. In 1985. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got a, a means to communicate with fucking... Amazon Prime one. <laughs> Amazon Prime travel. That's what we can call it. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the green post? Or the green text that's uh, Amazon Prime X. No. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll send it to you. Please it's, do. It's what you got to read. <laughs> okay. Micah, Micah in particular will appreciate it. <laughs> send it my way. My way or the highway. Um, so yeah, oh, so they, he discovers that underneath his kitchen is this uh, structure made of red sandstone. Um, he talks about, uh, oh, a lot of the sentences are in fucking Latin because that was actually something that was used <laughs> at that time period. Um, a 
apparently they nailed down like the time period of the messages. They nailed it down to about like the, the early to mid 16th century in the Cheshire region. Um, and that's the place that Lucas claimed. So th- again, so Lucas, I just said LW in these messages, you will find stands for Lucas Wayneman. And that is, we find out is the name of this man from 1521. Um, he writes that uh, King Henry VIII had been married to Catherine uh, Parr, which is consistent with many other details. But a lot of other names that he mentioned just can't fucking be found. And he talks about them in, in great detail. Like, it's just like an everyday thing for him. Um, and then after Ken finally reveals that he is writing from the year 1985, um, Something very fucking unexpected happens. Um, essentially, somebody else joins the fucking conversation. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the Amazon. <laughs> Knock down, open up the door. It's real. <laughs> With the nonstop pop pop stainless steel. <laughs> That's a deep cut of a Sorry, joke. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone go look up Amazon X oh, green yeah. text. So wowie zowie zowie zowie. <laughs> I thought it was scot free. Um. So yeah, this uh, this a third party joins the conversation. A new challenger. A new challenger approaches. <laughs> Um, so they, they get a reply from, uh, LW, um, and it says, you want to, I got this. Okay. You said your, I don't have this. How, what does this say? <laughs> you said, <laughs> I got it. I got it. <clears throat> you said your time be 1985. Me thought you were all from you 2109, said. like your friend whom didst bring Leem's boist prey. Leem's boist. That's an important. That's voiced. one of the most important uh, set of words in that message. Um, so the first thing we need to unpack is that uh, they're very confused about why we're from the time of or why Ken and crew is part of is from the time 1985 when apparently somebody has been talking to them that said they were from the year 2109. <laughs> it's because the Debbie just hit the wall. Tomorrow. She never had it all. <laughs> One Prozac a day. Husband's a CPA. <laughs> Her dreams went out the door <laughs> when she turned twenty-four. <laughs> Only no, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> what happened to her plan? She was going to be an actress. She was going to be a star. She was going to shake her ass on the hood of White Snake's car. Her yellow SUV. It's now the enemy. <laughs> In 1985. <laughs> 19, 19, 1985. 1985. <laughs> um, you'd sing that like um, a Zep Brannigan does his spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> Zep Brannigan. Yes. It's like, oh no, when Will Shatner does it, and he's just like, well, the real Slim Shatner. Went out the door. <laughs> <laughs> when. She turned 24. <laughs> just Will Shatner, just, well, the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. Holy shit. Please stand up. Holy, f- what was I saying? <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> so our boy here, Lucas, is very confused. He's like, 
Wait, you say you're from t- 1985. Oh, yes. I've been talking to people from 2109. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The age of tomorrow. Finally, we can say it appropriately. Welcome to the age of tomorrow. Um... So he's he talks about somebody from 2109, how he's confused. He thinks that he's talking to the same people, but apparently not. Um, and he also mentions how um, he, he claims that the person from the 2109 had uh, basically brought him the Leems Broist. Leems Broist, which is, it translates to a box of lights, which, if we're being 100% honest, if it, somebody from 1520 saw something and called it a box of lights, and we, in the year 2023 of our of our Lord, he, read that, I'm going to go ahead and assume he's talking about a fucking computer. I'm a computer. No, I would think he was talking about a light bright. <laughs> <laughs> if we're pulling a Stranger Things and, and communicating via light bright. He just comes up to you. I'm a computer. <laughs> Stop all the downloading. <laughs> um, so... After this happens, they they write to 2109, and they leave a file that says calling 2109. Isn't that wild, though? We kind of just brushed past it. We just now, we verify that there's communication to the past yep. and the future. Yep. We're communicating with a guy from fucking 1520 and from 2109. It, this just now just joined the fucking mix. I know. It's why fucking- are people in 2109 still using a fucking BBC Micro? And why, why honestly, why do they care about any of this? Like, they have, they have <laughs> yeah. probably much bigger like, problems. Better things to do. Right. They're <laughs> like, very bored. How many bees are left? Like, it's, <laughs> it, it's probably just like a Wally future, and this is yeah. just some bored dude spinning around on the conveyor belt on the fucking spaceship, just like playing on his iPad thing, like, connected to his chair. For every reply, you just hear a. <laughs> <laughs> <That's interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make these past idiots thinking I'm some make them freak out. Important like, God. Meanwhile, he just works at the Denny's of 2109. Yeah. Um, so they leave a uh, they leave a file on the computer saying it says calling 2109, and they get a response. It says Ken Deb Wait, Peter. Say it like you th- like a guy from the future would say it. I can't do the Vegeta voice, but I'll try. No, no, no. Ken Deb Peter, we are sorry that you can give only two choices. That's actually a pretty solid Vegeta. Is it really? Yeah, that's not yeah, pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. All right. For, for oh, just an off the cuff attempt. Yeah. That's pretty good. I wouldn't keep it up, though. It I'm does not going to. I'm sorry. It, I can tell it's going to yes. be harsh. Um, so we, give you, we can only give you two choices. That you either have your predicament explained in such a non-rhyme way that you may have instant understanding, but cause what should not to be to happen. Or, two, try to understand that you three have a purpose that shall, in your lifetime, change the face of history. We, 2109, must not affect your thoughts directly, but give you some sort of guidance that will allow room for your own destiny. All we can say is that we are all part of the same God, whatever he, it, question mark, is. This Ooh. guy talks like a lawyer. He, he, they talk, uh, they talk, they talk, <laughs> they, they, they spell, talk, they spell words. Um, <laughs> so now we have two open lines of communication, one of them going back to fucking 1521 and one of them going forward mm-hmm. to 2109. I, <laughs> It's weird enough as is. It can't get weirder, right? Oh, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Are you, are you unless, sure? Unless they call in the RIPD. What is it? The <laughs> RIPD. <laughs> 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 
Holy <laughs> shit. They call them the fucking Ghostbusters, basically. Um, I, I mean, I'm not convinced that this person's from 2109 immediately because no. they're not speaking in just like memes and fucking... Just images. Honestly, like, I, I can see language just turning into image. Like hier- going back to hieroglyphics. <laughs> like, yeah, the basically. Egyptians fucking had it right. It was so it's much just easier. Emojis and image macros. <laughs> you see one picture and you're like, oh, that means like, you know, the sun will come up later and we have to eat at some point. Like, it's a whole sentence. Um, no, it gets weirder when they introduce, they introduce Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventure crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as Mike mentioned earlier, tins had begun to stack themselves in the kitchen. Again. So the, the, so the paranormal things are still going on. They're ramping up. They are ramping up. Um, so tins begin to st- stack themselves in the kitchen. You see chalk markings, sometimes with words, had started to appear around the house. Uh, sections of the house were extremely cold. You hear walking where there's no where there's supposed to be nobody. Um, and they say everything feels cold. And, 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 and. strange feet impressions. More of those. Ooh. You know, Old Faithful. Just pull it out whenever you need it. My foot. Good old feet. Good old feet. Um, so on, on the 15th of May, 1985, Debbie noted, this is what she said. Um, she says, I dropped Ken off at school after spending the night at East Green and then drove over to the cottage to feed the cats. It was 9 a.m. It was not until I walked up the path to the front door that I sensed something was very wrong. Perhaps it was the cat sitting in the garden wall watching me rather than circling my feet as they usually do which prompted this unease. I turned the key in the lock and pushed the door open. In the living room, I came face to face with a six-foot-high pile of furniture. It appeared to me that in that instant to have been tossed by the little finger of a giant. Instantly, I took a step back and out of the door. I took a step back out of the door and slammed it shut. The cat still watched me in silence from the wall. I didn't know quite know what to do. Um, and there's a picture. There is a picture, and it like it. I didn't. It understand. looks like her house is ransacked. It, it, it Rams- looks like a Slender Man. Like yes. Yep. Something you'd see in a creepypasta. <laughs> it yeah. looks like something from one of the Slender Man games, for fucking sure. Yeah. Um. And it's it. So this has gone from like some something just like creepily curious to more of. I mean, apparently, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. That this has gone to something more dangerous because now there, there's no it's just not just markings being left on walls and like footprints and like chalk markings or notes. Now there's physical interaction in the, making a six foot fucking high pile of furniture. Yeah, this is the part in paranormal activity where shit gets real. Mm-hmm. This is yeah, in like the whatever I was three or four when she walks to the kitchen and all the fucking furniture oh, floating yeah. and it just drops. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, this is that scene for sure. Um. They tried to find an explanation, but I mean, how the fuck do you? Well, she came across <laughs> one, and it's ley lines. Yes, we will go into that for sure. Um, ley lines. But I thought you were going to say that like the Sega introduction. Ley lines. Ley lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, after, when this is happening, um, they start talking more to uh, LW and Debbie begins to have dreams about LW. And so again, we're going to just, we're just going to start calling LW Lucas Wayneman. And in just a second, Matt will tell you why. 
Um, but so Debbie has more and more visions and dreams where she interacts with with Lucas. Um, Ken reaches out to the Society for Physical Research. And uh, soon afterwards, John Bucknell and Dave Welch, who are two investigators from the SPR, arrived at the Meadows Cottage. And they proposed um, a test where essentially they would ask 10 questions on the BBC micro and the entity or entities uh, would write back and then they would delete them. They would basically they would post it and they would delete it. And if a reply came back, the important part of this is to to make sure that this isn't like a hoax. They would also separate Ken from the computer. Yes, they would. So it would just be. Yeah, it would just be them and the computer without Ken. Right. In the room. Yep, yep, yep. It was just them, yeah. and so so he wouldn't know like what these people are typing. So mm-hmm. if he was going to write something up later and leave it on the computer, he wouldn't have the necessary information. Exactly, because you can't really rule out that Ken's just making all of this up. Because like this sounds like Ken's just making all of this up at this point. Um, right. But but yeah, so they did these experiments where they would they would post a file without Ken in the room and they would delete it. And then they would wait. And if a reply to the questions came back, then a, basically the, the group would alert Ken and he would come back immediately and they would deal with it. So several days passed after they. So, again, they posted it. They deleted it. And several days later, a response came back. And here's what it says. David, John, David, you interfere with communication. It's fucking rude. Uh, next time, <laughs> next time you decide to perform your little experiment, you must be clear from here. We suggest you try someone else to sit with Debbie. We are what you would call a tachyon universe, but your understanding is incorrect. We ask nothing more of you than to carry on as you would prefer. We will have John present if given. I'm guessing this meant to say choose. Choose or you may bring another as mentioned. No, it is no concern to us that this is not proved. Guessing it meant proven. We will give a plotting of a star next time. We move at a speed so that we cover every point in your time and universe. We have no form. We feed off of a neat energy that you will not have heard of. And neat is spelled N-E-E-T. It's not like just like, oh, this is a cool fucking energy. Mm-hmm. It's blue. So not employed. It, what is neat? No. You know what I'm talking about? No. What? Oh, it's a 4chan thing. Oh. I think. Um, it, neat. Neat is an abbreviation for basically somebody who's they're not employed and they have no prospects. No, no employment, education, or I don't know. It doesn't fucking tongue. matter. Tongue. <laughs> um, but it does mention um, titties. It does mention and it tells them that they are from a tachyon universe. Yes, which yes, is they interesting are. because now are we talking to is twenty oh one oh nine the future or is it a different dimension or is it multiple? dimensions or is it one dimension multiple people it's a lot of different multiple people tons Um, and tons of questions hard hard to say and if you don't know what tachyons are uh tldr yeah please uh to tldr tachyons are basically they're particles that are theorized to exist that can be that move faster than light but physicists are like they don't exist because nothing can move faster than light but if we ever do prove them to be real in theory, we can use tachyon particles to travel through time. Yes, um, because we can use them to get past the issue that, that is wall. That wall, yes, because you can't travel sorry, through time. Going, fucking strobe light. You can't travel through time going the speed of light because 
in order to go through time, go through that wormhole, you need to go past the speed of light. Faster. Yep. Oh, way you, faster. You must go faster. But you can't Gotta because it's impossible. Speed of light's the fastest thing in, yeah. in yep. the known universe. But it's tachyons. That's basically the well, part. It's not go ahead. Impossible. We just don't know of anything. Correct. Correct. That correct. Correct. Can move faster. Yeah. That's why you'll you'll. That's why most theories on, um, like time travel and like um warp drive technology, things like that, isn't about going faster than light. It's about cutting a hole through space time. Yep. It's that thing where they take the piece of paper and they, and they put the pen it, through and the, the pencil, fold, yeah. Yeah. folding. It's they, we we theorize apparently is easier to fold space time <laughs> oh than go. just moving faster since, than light. Since we are here, <laughs> we might as since well talk we've about started, this. Mike. We might as well talk about. <laughs> it. Um, I will say that uh, there a, a a concept prototype for something called a quantum matter engine has been produced. Um, obviously no physical product. Um, yeah, it's very troubling. Well, we already have. We've it can go very wrong. We've already done. <laughs> we've already successfully had um, quantum teleportation. Quantum teleportation. Yeah, but with just data. We teleport. No, this we teleported. Going to be a conspiracy theory. <laughs> we teleported. Podcast at some um, point, oh yeah. It? We teleported it, a. It's it's three conspiracy theories in a trench coat is what it is. Yes, it's all we, it is. We teleported. I think it was a proton from yeah um, here a, to a satellite up in space. Mm-hmm. In the matter of like well, a second, you, it, it was something it, like that. It, what quantum means? Yes. One, one, <laughs> so if you were going to do something, if you were going to quantumly are entangle, you, are you trying to describe quantum entanglement? <laughs> quantum entanglement <laughs> is where one fucking thing exists in two places at the same time, depending on how you observe it. Yeah, well, and, it's not that. It's it's two pieces of matter that the state of one affects the state of another. Right. It's not the same thing existing in two places. It's two, it's fair. two pieces That's of matter fair. in two places whose state is connected. But what I'm talking about is we, we physically transported yeah. a proton from one spot to, to another. To, to a, a satellite. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember reading that story, and it's super fucking exciting. We did it! Literally, I, I know no one thinks it's exciting, but... Like teleportation has been invented. Up like next, it just the has. event horizon. Oh God, we don't need that. <laughs> Fuck no, we don't need that. Um, but yeah, so this this opens a lot of doors to a lot of fun areas of you know quantum mechanics, time travel, uh, fucking tachyons, multiverse theory, fucking you name it. Um, but this uh, these messages were were. A little troubling, um, yeah, they, especially the experiments that they were performing, trying to get them to, to. So when he answered this, he basically anti-answered all of the questions like he completely they completely ignored the important parts and just focused on the fact that they knew what we were doing. And they were like, nope, you you're you're being an idiot. Yeah, like, like they didn't stop trying to outsmart us. They didn't answer the question, but they right. kind of responded to it anyway. It's like if I asked you, what's your favorite car? And you're just like, ah. Do not ask me such questions of metal <laughs> of the, vehicles. the, f- of metal the vehicles. Ford Mustang. Yeah, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't ask yeah. me about that car. Um, more or less, they did, but they didn't answer the question. Um, and when they heard all of this, Dave kind of resp- Dave Welch he responded. Twenty one oh nine had not answered the questions, but it seemed they had picked up all the questions left for them in the same order. So exactly what you just said. So it kind of helps prove that they're not faking this. That is exactly what it helped prove. Like it's they based on the data given and based on the the parameters given for this experiment, 
somehow whoever's controlling this, like whoever wrote this part of the document knew that Ken wasn't involved, even though there's no fucking way they could see the computer or them. He, they knew exactly who was there and they knew exactly what was going on. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. (laughs) Um, but with that out of the way, why don't we get into uh, who the fuck Lucas is? Lucas, it, well, I mean, I don't know if we're exactly sure if we know who Lucas was. All we really know is that Lucas wasn't his real name. So, oh, you missed some. Well, so you I'll, missed the the last little thing on yours before we get to Lucas. Um, the last thing with um, uh, what's their fucking name? Um. Dave and uh, uh, the other guy, the other researcher guy, Dave Welch and uh, uh, John, John Buckle. Um, yeah. So the last thing with them is after they kind of oh, prove yeah, that this the was, microphone thing. After they kind of prove this is real, they're like, oh, well, they're probably just using microphones, microphones to listen in to on the listen, key to listen to the sound that the individual keys make to yeah. determine what they're typing. And since that was a bunch of bullshit, right. um, <laughs> John just straight up left the SPR, and then Dave Welch just disappears, never to be seen yeah. or heard of again. Yep. It just freaked him out that much. A goodbye? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure that you would be able to do that with <laughs> microphones. Probably not. I mean, not. so this is actually, I don't know this either. is a thing in, in cybersecurity where, like, you can try to figure out what somebody's typing by the pattern of their keystrokes. And I just am not convinced that this economics teacher from high school would be able to figure that out. Oh, not at all. 1985. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But they, uh, on on top of this too, um, Ken brings his colleague Frank over uh, to be a witness to all the shit that's going on. Yep. Um, And then they, uh, they mentioned that the computer was like super cold um, and they all went to the kitchen um, to start talking. uh, And then they find a new message on the computer. Um, But this time it is from a different name. It the name of Lucas, and that's where we get into. Yes, thank you, thank you, Mike. I completely forgot about the microphone thing. Wowie zowie. <laughs> Wowie zowie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to go back earlier to something that Jason mentioned, um, Ken was originally communicating with this dude from the past named LW, who we know his name is Lucas. And uh, during his communications with Lucas, he, Lucas, accuses Ken of living in his house. And um, we didn't explicitly say it before, but uh, Jason did mention the structure that was underneath the kitchen in Ken's house, mm-hmm. which is made of red brick or red clay, sandstone, red sandstone. sandstone. Yeah. So, um, what they find out is that there, or what they deduce is that there was a structure on Ken's property before Ken's current house. That is this Lucas Weinman's house. And so, um, basically, they go back and forth with that for a little while. And then after, uh, then to like jump forward, after the paranormal investigators leave, uh, Ken checks the computer again, and there's a new message from the past. But this time, it is not from Lucas. Instead, 
It is from a man named John. A who, second computer. A second. Not really, but <laughs> two not. computers. Wouldn't that be something? Sir, a second computer <laughs> has... <laughs> <laughs> I think we've killed Mike. A second computer Anyhow, has hit So a second computer has the Pentagon. And the man responsible is a man named John. And John claims to be an acquaintance of Lucas and says that Lucas has been imprisoned for witchcraft and for allegedly communicating with spirits. With spirits, he's, yes. He's in prison for blowing up the Twin Towers. <laughs> he, he was in prison for planning 9-11. Lucas is in Guantanamo now. <laughs> He's been there for 493 years. It's fine. <laughs> so, so Ken needs to go to America, go to Guantanamo Bay. No, no. <laughs> Ken and his two friends, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> and then they all go out to White Castle. Hooray. And then, at some point, oh, the no, that's not what happens. Um, what happens is after this message, there's no messages for a few days, and they assume that this is because Lucas is in prison. And um, the so while that's going on, and they're not getting any more communication from Lucas, they try to uh, decipher some of these messages from the past that are written in Old English slash Latin. So, um, and they try to dig deeper into who Lucas was. And so this Lucas claims to have attended uh, Brazenose College, which is in Oxford. And he had also given Ken uh, a list of some books to check out to prove that he was who he says he was and that he was, uh, was telling the truth. So they enlisted the help of a librarian and um, this librarian actually confirmed that the listed books were not present at the college, but that they were from the time period that Lucas said that he was from. So that at least confirms that Lucas has some knowledge of the the things existing in his time period in the universe. Mm-hmm. So after all this tra- transpires, they decide they're going to try to get Lucas out of jail somehow from (laughs) the future so they demand that like that word be taken to the sheriff Mm -hmm. i guess of lucas's 1520 (laughs) village i didn't fully understand this part where they they were just like let me talk this is basically them from the future being like let me talk to the man yeah this is the manager (laughs) i need to see the manager Uh, sir this is a bbc (laughs) so um, apparently this like works though yeah, so, and and I want I want more elaboration on exactly how this goes down in fifteen twenty. Like, are they just like, hey, tell the sheriff that they need to release Lucas, and then they go there to wherever he's being in prison. They're like, some future message box person said that you need to let him out of jail, and they're just like, oh, all right, you're yeah, right. Cool. I didn't hey, think sheriff, about it like this that. Uh, this glowing box said to let. Lucas out of jail. Um, You're right. Oh, shit. Okay. You're right. What's that's that? That's not I'm a witchcraft. witch now. You're right. 
<laughs> You're also um, not talking to spirits, <laughs> so we won't throw you in prison. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely kosher. This is different. <laughs> um, nevertheless, that works, though, apparently. Dude, so, people were stupid back then. Gullible is the word. Yeah. That's fair. There was probably some bribery going on. Um, but I guess this like sets Ken and Lucas up to be like best buds. And they, uh, and, and so Ken asks Lucas if Lucas has been like fucking around with his shit, if he's stacking furniture on top of each other, if he's building canned food pyramids. And um, apparently, according to Lucas, it's not him moving shit around in Ken's timeline. These same sorts of weird happenings and shit are also happening to him in his redstone or his red sandstone house back in the past time. And so they've both got some sort of poltergeist thing going on. This is not confusing Two ghosts. at all. Not even, no. nope. <laughs> not even remotely. No, th- yeah, this is where th- th- I feel like this is the part in like every analog horror where they're like I'm gonna start exp- I've run out of ideas with my original timeline and I'm gonna start expanding the universe yep this is the expanding the universe arc of this <laughs> absolutely um, so anyway long story short uh, Lucas asks Ken to move the computer to the kitchen so that it will be within the confines of Lucas's original house and put a piece of paper next to the computer so that uh, Lucas can start writing on the piece of paper. Doth thou have quill and ink? <laughs> no, dude, it's, it's 1985. No. <laughs> and allegedly, when Ken wakes up the next morning, there's like some really well-written text on the piece of paper that he left by the computer. And in this uh, note that Lucas has written on the piece, piece of paper he discloses clues about his actual full name um so he Mm. says that part of his name is from the name of his friend of ken's friend peter's house and so peter lives in a close by town called howarden and so they assume that that is part of his name and they're able to ken and peter are able to track down um the name of a man called Thomas Howarden, who had attended Brazenose College in the 1530s. Mm-hmm. So that puts this Thomas Howarden around the same time period as the books and uh, the time period that Lucas was claiming to be from. And um, so all of this transpiring seems to really upset this entity from the future. So the the entity from the future starts basically threatening Ken and Peter and Debbie. And so it leaves or they or him or whatever, leave this message on the computer. One more chance measure frequency by plus two energy. What else other than sound and light? Ken, Deb, Peter, we have reason to believe that Lucas Weinman's true name that you have Lucas Weinman's true name. If this is correct, you must say so, so that we can rectify the problem immediately before it is accepted. So now they're playing Time Cop. They really started this off with, like, we must build additional pylons. Yes. Like, <laughs> just fucking immediately. We need plus two energy. Like. <laughs> what in the StarCraft? Yeah, what in the StarCraft what? is this? 
Um, so th- it seems like they've pissed off this 2109 entity, this future person. And so they decide to basically just stop top- stop talking to the future and just communicate with Lucas. Fuck it. It doesn't exist. Nope. No more. The future doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, so they figure out that the person from 2109 has actually been intercepting and tampering with the messages that are coming from the past, trying to cover up Thomas's true identity so that Ken and Debbie don't actually know who this person is that they're talking to. Um, and, uh, at some point in these communications, they're given the name and a phone number of someone that they're supposed to contact. And this is where a man named Gary comes in. <laughs> Mike, you got, you, Mike, you got the Gary. Gary deets. I got the Gary deets, man. Um, <laughs> so we come across I this. I fucking love this man. Can I just say this? <laughs> we come across this man. His name is Gary Smod. Um, interesting fellow, this Gary Smod. Um, <laughs> Oh. It's my one joke. <laughs> so, oh god. One uh, one one the BBC here. micro runs on the original source engine. <laughs> where <laughs> Where does Gabe Newell come in? Gabe developed uh uh Lucas Lucas <laughs> in 2109. He was a character model. Yeah. Um so one one night Is this Lucas Arts? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So one night, um, <coughs> I'm dying. Oh, showtime, Michael. One night, uh, Ken logged on the computer and he saw that 2109 left him a new message. And the message reads as followed. <clears throat> we ask you to do the following. There is a brilliant researcher, ufologist. We know you don't <laughs> like the word. His name is. <laughs> that's what they're called. It's not no, called. It's, it's a ufologist. It's not called UFO. UFO. It's logist. Ufologist. UFO. It's ufologist. Is it really it's ufologist? It's, yes, it's called an ufologist. Oh, I hate that. I didn't know. It's that. the proper they, way. They specialize in all things oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> oof is right. Fuck. You see a man trip. Oof. Oof. So, anyway, there is a brilliant researcher, ufologist. We know you don't like the word. His name is Gary M. Rowe. Mike Rowe. His ideas differ somewhat to yours, but <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> but nevertheless, he can help you with a couple of your problems. Oh, I mean, I should have said about Micro from Dirty Jobs. That's what I was saying. Mike Rowe and his micro BB yeah. and his micro penis. <laughs> I should be doing this in the other voice. Hang on. <clears throat> Let me get some water. This voice is a good one. Are right, you ready? Are you going to advertise a Ford F-150 to me? I might. A Ford F-150. A Ford F-10,000. His ideas differ somewhat to yours, but nonetheless, he can help you with a couple of your problems. You may phone him at the number below and invite him to talk to you. When he comes, show him this and ask him what he makes of it. Peter must do the telephoning. <laughs> tell, him where, tell him that you got this number from a UFO enthusiast. 2109. Eh. <sighs> Enter anyway. Gary. Enter Gary. <laughs> Enter so Gary. this motherfucker just shows up at fucking the meadow cottage and he's got all this fancy pants technology and equipment. He's got like the Ghostbuster, like the doo, 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 doo thing that they use in tech ghosts. He's got the fucking Zach Bagans fucking um, IR laser Xbox connect camera thing. Um, he's all ready to go. And so 
there's this like a uh, series of messages that's going on between Gary and 21, uh, 2109 directly. Um, it's just those two. Uh, 2109 asks Ken to print off the messages without looking at them and give them to Gary inside of an envelope that is sealed up. Um, this ended up with after like, I would say days of this going on or at least several hours at the minimum. Um, Gary ends up writing a message back to 2109, and this is what it says. Good evening. Uh, well, I am instructed to apologize, but in any event, I would have done so of my own volition. There will be a letter hopefully this weekend. I am also instructed to apologize to Ken and Debbie. I must try and answer your last letter. It would appear that you are more important than I had realized in the scheme of things. Gary. Um, so that's a good Gary voice. Thank you. That's all I thought. That's what I thought he would sound like. like. Yeah. Yes. So, um, something in one of the messages between 2109, um, and Gary caused Gary to be like very hush, 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 hush. And like paranoid kind of about, he clams up. Yeah. Clams the fuck up. About like, um, the, uh, things that are inside of the messages that were taking place between him and 2109. This causes uh, Gary to just fucking leave. And I was right. <laughs> it was the same night. It was Exit, a couple yeah. hours. It was a couple hours. And Gary was never heard from again. This guy nope. kicks in the door. He's like, I'm ready to go. And then I'm an ufologist. Yeah, I'm an ufologist. I'm ready to go. And then reads a couple messages, responds back, and is just like, all right. Ken, so Ken's I'll bill like, you. So what did they say? And he's like, all right, later. Yeah, he's just like, see you later. <laughs> see ya. And so he fucking 2109 is just like, hey, find this guy, Gary. He's very important. And then Gary shows up and is just like, hey, I'm Gary. All right. That was Gary. Have a nice night. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like, what the fuck was the point of this? I still don't understand what the point of this guy coming to the fucking cottage was. Well, it was the, it was I, I, the amount of messages that were sent back and forth between Gary and 2109. Because he was there for a couple of hours, basically just talking to 2109. And at one point, he decided to start printing off all the messages, and he instructed Ken and or Debbie to just hand him the pieces of paper being printed, but also to not look at them. They, yeah. He was ordered now, I to. I like to imagine that only Ken was involved in this point and like <laughs> didn't even inform Debbie. And Debbie just comes downstairs and is just like, who the fuck was that? And he's, Ken's just like, that was Gary. That was Gary. <laughs> that was Gary. He's an apologist. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I feel like that's a response that Lori would give like if, if some <laughs> random dude or the first that? time that Matt showed up who's that who the fuck's that who's that man go to bed dear <laughs> just go to bed go to bed dear um well speaking of I guess messages but, um we kind of come across our last bits of messages here um so Ken, d- d- first off, do you want me to go over this? Does anyone else want to go over this? Go ahead, man. If you don't want go to, I will. Me. But all right, so Ken here um, starts to, I guess, continues his word, communicate with Thomas, um, formerly the artist formerly known as Lucas, <laughs> um, and he talks about um, these details about how he or Thomas talks about these details about how he found the box of lights, which is the computer. Um, and he says that one night um, he see he saw this like glowing light coming from the fireplace in his house. 
and a dude just pops out of the fireplace and is just like, don't. He pulls a. Um, a is he have a Mon- red hat and is he fat? Maybe. He pulls a C. Montgomery Burns <laughs> when everyone thinks Montgomery. When Santa he- just fucked up and delivered a computer <laughs> to the wrong house. Wrong, wrong dimension. Wrong Shit. <laughs> but this, this guy pops out of the fireplace. The elves were supposed to sit on this stock for another 500 years. <laughs> Damn it. It wasn't Al Gore. It was Santa that invented the internet. Back in the Santa 1500s. Santa is Al Gore. Yeah. But this guy comes out of the fireplace and he pulls a. Uh, 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 Mr. Burns, when he, everyone thinks he's the aliens, and he's like, "Do not be afraid of me," <laughs> and they're all like, "Kill him!" <laughs> um, but he asks them, "Don't be afraid of him," and then um, they kill him. They kill him, yeah. <laughs> and then almost as soon as he came, the dude just leaves and he just disappears. But he left behind it's the King computer. King Ramses from fucking Curse <laughs> King Ramses, <laughs> the man and ghost. Yes. <laughs> um, but as soon as he came, he left, and, and he left the box too. Um, Thomas then realized that the the strange and glowing uh, box uh, printed out the words that he spoke on green letters on the screen. So on uh, March 21st of 1985, we get Tom, we send Thomas his final message. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Thomas sends his final message. My bad. Um, this is translated okay. by Peter. Um Yes, we're getting out of the uh, the 16th century English. It's still there a little. A little bit. It goes like this. My truest fellows and sweet maid, Grosner has said that Thomas must go. I know it is for the best because the people of Doddleston are very wary of me. It is good to know that all will change and there are true men to follow like Canon Peter. Though 400 years is a long time and there is so much to happen to mankind, perhaps you will come to Oxford. Now I think there is no danger for me there, for I hear the king is very sick and all is quiet at the church. I shall go by boat from Cheshire to Bristol. I shall try to make my stay at Brazenose. I will write my book about my brothers and maid and the end of Lucas and out of love for one another. One day, you will all sit down at my table for wine and meat by the river in Oxford, where we shall read each other's books and laugh, and we shall speak of truth and good men. Watching Oxford change together forevermore. In your time, my book is old, but I shall not go. Not yet I shall not go to my God until it is written. Then we will all be able to truly uh, be embraced. My love to you all. I shall await you in Oxford. Thomas Hawarden. So, mm. soon afterwards, there was one final message um, uh, from 2109. And um, it says, <clears throat> There is another person to come. They will, be the, they will be the help that we need. You will know them when they come. Thomas did eventually write his book and soon died. Shortly after, he placed it in a secure place. <laughs> it shouldn't take too many years to find it though he wrote it in Latin with the help of a friend that he met at Oxford. The inscription reads, <clears throat> Me writes this in the hope that mine fellows will one day find this book. Then may, over, then may our lands be not so distant. We will finish now. You have a lot of work to do. There is no need to write back as we will be gone. Thank you for your cooperation. 2109. That's the end of That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> That's the whole shit. It's the whole thing. So TLDR, man gets computer. Mm-hmm. 
talks to dude in past, mm-hmm. talks to man in future, mm-hmm. future man <laughs> and <laughs> past man connected f- by destiny. Book wrote. Book wrote. <laughs> <laughs> past man write book. Um, yeah, it, it was it was an interesting one. Yeah, um, I liked it. Um, the mysterious thing is the book. The, the book. Yeah. Yeah. What book is he talking about? This book that would tie everything together. That would supposed en- to ensure ensure that this wasn't just a hoax. Yeah. It, it would, would abs- lay all of our doubts it. to rest. It would prove yeah. it. Guess guess where this book is. Uh, Who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good question, Matt. Who the fuck does know? Yeah. The only people that might know are Thomas Howarden and fucking Ken. That's like that's, those are the only two people on Earth that I can imagine know the location of this book if it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if we were to find the book, the only there's four places that I could that I would start looking. The first two are to be Ken's house and the structure underneath Ken's kitchen. That would be my first mm. place to go. Or it's in a hidden library at Oxford. Or it's in Oxford or it's at Bren- a hidden library. What was Brent's? What was the fucking uh, uh, Brazenos? Brazenos. Yeah, yeah. Is it one of the two? Oxford or Brazenos? And yeah. to me, anyway, just because just because a university says they don't have a book doesn't mean they don't have the book. I've seen National Treasure. The president's book was hidden in the library. Well, well, the librarian at Brazenos also said that those books that uh, Lucas said should or Thomas should said should have been there weren't there. Yeah. So they're either hiding books. Or there's another hidden library in like a basement or something. Or like said. some shitty fucking students decided to check them out and not return them. Or oh, yeah, probably Hitler's. <laughs> yes. Or this Occam- fabled book that Thomas wrote is probably just chilling in somebody's nightstand somewhere. Stu's or nightstand. Hitler's youth. <laughs> Hitler's youth. Book burnings. They burnt the book. It's gone. Forever. There's also that. But uh, did they? Did they? No, in England, they wouldn't have burnt books in the UK. I think it depends on where you are. We're burning books in America. Well, yeah, we also exist in the fucking. Yeah, but we I also don't exist think in Hitler's the youth are doing that. <laughs> no, I don't think they are either. Mm. They probably did a lot what of book burning. What they want you to so think. Honestly, actually, but that was Germany, though. Okay. That was like, <laughs> I don't think Hitler ties into this, Mike. Unfortunately, that's just like shut the fuck up, dude. Nancy Reagan. <laughs> 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 um. Well, Lando, shit, I, I thought we were going to have a lot more time to like speculate wildly. Do you but, guys have any theories on where this book might be? I, I truly well, believe in it? it's in a hidden... I have theories about what was going on. Go ahead. But... Let's hold on one so, second. Do we have any theories okay. about the book or where it might be? I think it's in I a hidden library in Oxford. Next to the Holy Grail? Yes. Okay. Perfect. The Holy Grail. <laughs> uh, the book itself yeah. never existed. It never existed. <gasps> There's no book. Well, this is a perfect time to do real or fake it, I think. <laughs> is Mike okay? Ah, uh, his face is turning real red. I know you can't tell on the camera, but the book is in Mike's sump pump. We should go down there and find it. I inhaled a goldfish. Hey, we might take a trip down there. Who knows? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, we're waiting on you. I inhaled a goldfish. <laughs> yeah, where's the book? I just said it's, it's in the Oxford the Library. Where's the book, Mike? Where's the book, Mike? Am I being interrogated? Where's the book, Mike? Am I going to waterboard Jason, him? Jason, 
He knows where the book is. He knows where the book is. He knows where the right? book is. Right? He's fucking running. <laughs> You're still in his driveway, right? <laughs> Cut him yeah. off. I'll pick him up. I'll pick him up on the way out. Perfect. Um, Chris Hansen's waiting for me upstairs. Do you guys want to go over? <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> I see you're already sitting. <laughs> Did you send this email about this book? <laughs> no, I didn't send that email about this book. On March 4th. Is this your penis? I, and I quote. <laughs> this uh, is your we... penis in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Proof. Proof. Um, do we want to go over if we uh, what we think about this whole story? We want to be real or fake? I know you two are both looking at me like, God, you're an idiot, but... I think we yeah. should do it. All right, let's do real or fake. Okay. And then I want to hear let's Moot's theory. Yep. All right, I'm I'm go. Yeah. Real or fake? I go. One, two, three, go. Real. Fake. Moot, I didn't I, hear an I answer for, from you. I, for, I was thinking and I forgot. It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost. The ADHD took over. <laughs> Instructions unclear. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! What's the word for fake? <laughs> I, know I, didn't even hear what you, I didn't even hear what your answers were. I just completely zoned out. I, <laughs> Mike said fake. I, I said real. Okay. I want to hear Jason. Okay. I want to I hear. You should make your case for why it's real and then we'll try to debunk it. I don't know it's, if it's fair because I actually I read about 30 ish pages from the uh, the vertical plane. Um, vertical line. Vertical plane. Vertical line. I'm literally looking at it right now. Shit. It's the vertical plane by Ken Webster. <laughs> um, Sir, another vertical plane. <laughs> this the horizontal plane's the sequel. Uh, but no, so I read some of it, and he has he has almost all of the messages, or at least like the essence of them, in there. And the okay. thing that the thing that fucking I can't shake at all. Like I understand that. When we cover ARGs and we cover things that are very similar to this, there's always a way to research if it's like true or not. There's always some piece of information that gives it away, right? Okay. This one to me didn't have it at all. He got the major things, like the major pieces of history, right? Which that's easily searchable. But the thing that well, got this happened me 35 years ago, 38 years ago. Oh, I mean, even then, yeah. So. It was harder to search, but we still had books about all this shit, which is, again, that's what they did. They essentially recruited help from a bunch of experts in whatever field they might deem necessary. Top men. Top men. Um, but like you're saying you're looking for like a gotcha and nobody was able to be like, here, you fucked up here. Gotcha. No, no one was able to at all. And even the, the, the thing that, like they tried to with the uh, like those minute details, they said that like how the fuck would like the commas and shit like, like the punctuation. Sure. I could yeah. you can explain that away with mimicry easily, fucking very easily. The thing that got me, though, is the ex like the talking about all of the very specific things that happened to a very specific locale, but also not knowing like incredibly specific things about like the king. But again, why would you fucking know that? Like you wouldn't receive but information. These are things they were able to verify with books and stuff, though, I'll right? They were able to verify it, albeit a lot of the information was only able to be verified after months of fucking work. Like, it took months to fucking... Yeah, but who's to say Ken wasn't just, like, playing stupid? That's fair, but, like, like... Oh, I don't know where these books are. I think I think my <laughs> hey, point... Boo -boo, I think my books? point is more that, like, <laughs> the amount of work before the internet existed that it would have taken 
to get the accuracy that this these fucking messages had was is yeah, there insane. was no internet there was no tiktok there was nothing better to do there was but there was nothing you had to, you had to have access you had to know about these these books that existed in 1521 you had to have specialized mm. esoteric information that only people that are classically trained in 15 or 16th century fucking literature would know about and only only if they researched their fucking asses off again it took them months to find information that lined up with the things they were saying. I mean, Ken seems like he's got a lot of academic friends. Who's to say he doesn't just have a friend who's ver- well-versed in this that. sort of stuff. He, he did. Who's the like, very beginning of this, the very beginning of the story, there's a guy that works at his, at his school, an English teacher who's well-versed in, in the history of like this shit. And that right, lines, but that, like somebody else who's not connected to this, who's just like pulling the strings or like just giving him the info he needs to do this. Oh, so you're saying because like everyone that Ken knows is a part of this, that that kind of like devalues it a bit. Well, you're just saying you're saying that like it would take a lot of time to research all the stuff that you would need to know to pull this off. But who's to say that Ken doesn't just have a friend who had this idea in his head that's or possible who, who already knew all this stuff and was just like, this is what you should write. See, that's, that is the, the other side of the coin is that, that there is somebody that know, that knew this very specific piece, like these very specific pieces of information that could pull something like this off. But again, this was spanning from like, uh, late, what late 1984 all the way through, uh, mid 1985. Right. In yeah. that time period, it wasn't until the very end of it that they found any of this shit out. And even then, ten years later, when they went on BBC for an interview, like they there was still they were still they were still researching shit. They were still learning more and more and more. And a lot of what this article talks about is the stuff that we've learned like since 1985. It doesn't mm-hmm. not all of this was learned in 1985. The only reason we know most of this is because we researched it after the fact and it took a lot longer than a couple Mm. of months to do it so i don't know that that just coming from a person who cannot fathom dedicating like a year and a half of his life to finding not only not being able to look up things at my fingertips because of the internet having to go find very specific books that didn't exist all over the world finding very specific pieces of information Albeit, uh, it's I mean names I guess like names of people who attended college names of pe- people who lived here and there the the ones that were not able to be verified were honestly the ones that validated the whole thing for me because if you yeah. were if you were to hoax this you would you would you would have to use the internet right you would absolutely like you or, have to I mean it's 1985 somebody could have like a VHS collection of like some documentaries or something <laughs> or like a very BBC, niche. yeah, like a BBC VHS set that is like the history of fifteen twenties, right? Oxford, and so I can I can get behind that idea. It just the the timeline for the research is just, it just blows my mind. It just blows my fucking mind that it took that long to ver- literally verify that somebody went to uh like a, a certain college in a certain time period i googled yeah. i found thomas horden like i found his genealogy he did go he, everything that he said that he did in regards to education his living arrangements 
that's according to the genealogy uh, page that I found. That's all fucking true. And okay, the- but here's the thing about about Thomas Howarden is the instructions for finding his name were very vague. They were like, oh, it yeah. has something to do with the name of Peter's house. But again, and so they may have just found this Thomas Howarden in a book somewhere and been like, does this match up with something? And I'm like, oh, You're, you are absolutely right. And this is where getting into the actual book by Ken Webster, the vertical plane might help mm-hmm. us a bit. Like I said, like I, I glanced at like the messages and stuff and like there's a lot more information there. We could easily turn this into like a six part fucking episode. But I yeah, there's we can no make a whole podcast. There's no <laughs> point in doing that because it's I I think the reason that I think this is real because I I want to think that it's real. Like this is the one story that we've covered where there's enough doubt being sown in my mind anyway that like and we we didn't even talk about the ley line thing, did we? No, I was about to say that. Okay, we forgot yeah. to mention ley lines and what they are. It, we did. <laughs> Go ahead, Moot. <laughs> oh, ley lines are basically just these lines that are drawn through the earth exactly between two substantial points in history, like yep. two significant monuments or two significant sites of like something that happened in the past. And uh, apparently on these ley lines, it's extremely common for paranormal activity to occur, especially uh, poltergeists, which is one of the things oh, that yeah. one of the paranormal investigators mentions to yep. Ken at one point. Um, and, that, and so they, that expl- they discovered that, that Ken's house lays on one of these ley lines. It's directly on top of it. And so, yeah, yes, it is. It's lines. It's basically straight lines between uh, historical monuments or like landmarks or some shit. But ancient cultures believe that these ley lines were infused with arcane energy, which fueled the paranormal, fueled like the gods powers. There's like there's a whole history behind them, um, whether you believe them or not. That's neither here nor there. The that is an, that's an explanation in one vein, especially if you believe in that kind of stuff. Um, but other than that, like I don't, I don't know how to explain this, and neither does anybody else for that fucking matter. And that's the part that that's the other part that gets me is no one can give a concise like decision one way or another. You know what I mean? So what's yeah. moot? What's moot's theory on this? I mean, my theory, I think, is just. The obvious is that Ken and or Debbie were just making it up and they were just (laughs) typing these files. Well, I mean, okay, so like the same motivation could be said for like anybody who just who I mean, people make elaborate hoaxes on the Internet all the time that could even span multiple years. Like people write this. This basically just is an ARG. Yeah. Is this the first ARG? Possibly. Probably not. But I mean, it's the first it may be the first like technological ARG. If you look at caves, you'll find caveman drawings of the first ARG. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like I have a Google search to do later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The history of ARGs would we should probably look at that at some point. But I mean, that could totally be the motivation. I mean, dude was bored. Dude likes dicking around with computers and just wanted to see if he could just hoax people into. I mean, my theory basically is that Ken was a hacker in the sense that not like a am going to hack into your bank account type hacker, but he was an early like 
I'm interested in technology. I like dicking around with computers. I want to see what I can do with them. And I want to see if I can use my knowledge of dicking around with these BBC micros to trick somebody into thinking that something is paranormal, something paranormal is happening. That's fair. And that even goes into like the part where like the supposed proof that Ken can't be writing these messages is the part where they type up the 10 questions and mm-hmm. they don't let him see it. And then uh, they delete the files. And then suddenly somehow a couple days later, the future person responds and, and like they theorize that maybe he was using microphones or something to listen in, which is bullshit. Oh I mean, God. there's no way, there's no way he fucking did that. That's the dumbest no. explanation I've ever heard. What, what I theorize happened is they were like, well, we deleted these files so he couldn't have seen them. I think but you're what right. What a lot of people don't understand is that when yes. you delete a file yep. on a computer, it doesn't actually go away. Yep. All it does, all it does when you, when you put a when you put a file in a garbage can on a computer and click delete, it doesn't erase the data. Mm-hmm. It just tells the operating system that that section of the hard drive is now free to be written to. So the data is not actually gone. So if you delete these files, it's actually anybody who actually understands file structures and file systems and stuff, it's pretty trivial to actually go back in and find that data and recover it and read it again. So if Ken was spending a lot of time messing around with these computers, it's not out it's it's not unreasonable mm-hmm. to like think that he may have been able to go back especially over the course of a couple of days if he had enough time to to sit there and do this that he could have just gone back and recovered those files and read them absolutely and now that you say that it like it also makes sense because like the technology that the public gets is usually about five to ten years behind what actually exists so with that being said Anybody with any kind of specialized or technical knowledge of this new and emerging market of computers, a.k.a. Yeah. Ken, might have some insider knowledge into how to look at the, like, the, the you know, the background data. Like, essentially the BIOS yeah. of a fucking computer and read through, like, the data files and find out what's been logged and see what's been written. Who's to say that doesn't exist? So, actually, now that yeah. you say that, Matt, that makes a lot of sense. Because this is, I mean, this is very early personal computing and like, plus these BBC micros, I mean, the entire program was based off of like getting technology and technology education into the hands of everyday people and educators and students and stuff. So yeah, like if I just think Ken was an early hacker is what I think. That's fair. But, you make a very compelling argument. I'm still going to hold on to the fact that I think this is real. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you might be right. You're not, but you might be. (laughs) Okay. Impart your wisdom. What do you think, Mike? Oh, it's fake. And you guys flew over the most obvious reason why. Of course. Okay. There is a book. Yeah, we overthought it. That's what we do. There is a book called, what is it called again? The Vertical Plane. The Vertical Plane. You know the old saying, if you hear hooves, you think horses, not zebras? Yeah. The man was just trying to sell a book. He had a great sci-fi idea, (laughs) and he wrote a book. It was published in 1989. This guy had this huge traumatic experience that came into play. I just looked it up. It was published in 1989. No, I know, but I'm just timeline. It took him four years years later. It took him if four this was years. Your intention from the beginning. Four years is a long time to wait to try to capitalize on. Is it though? Yes. And and who's to say if this actually happened? Do we Six have months is a long do time? Do we have official record of any of this happening in 1985? Is there official record that you could pull up? Yes. 
from where? Daily Mail. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you cannot find a legitimate source. I'm really ha- unhappy that you asked. You me can't where find. <laughs> you can't find like a microfiche no, of like a newspaper no. article about man has weird computer. I mean, you, you can't you, you find do have anything. The, you have the BBC documentary. When did that come out? Uh, '89, I think. Uh, Along the same time as the book. Hell, Mike. It's almost like that was his. Uh, all of these theories are really good, and I hate You're it. You're saying none of this happened at all. I don't think any of it happened. This is just from the book. I think he's a very smart sci fi writer, and he had one book. You think he's the new Orson Welles? No. Well, the old new Orson No, because Orson Welles had more than one idea. I think this guy had one idea. He probably thought of more, and that's probably what um, the Gary thing was going to be. It was going to be a whole other plot. He had no idea what to do with it, so he just scrapped it. Gary left the house. This was the expansion <laughs> era, yeah. area of an ARG. Um, you guys are I no honestly fun. I think you to know that. it was just. <laughs> I mean, think of all think of all the ARGs out there. Nine times out of ten, it's just to sell you something. Oh yeah. Every single one marketing. we've cop, every single one we've covered. This is America, like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think it is? I think it was just a fucking. It was just a story that got out of hand. Okay. That's all I think it was. He he. It's very possible that he could have had some sort of like small paranormal thing happened to him like um like oh uh, the the computer turned on when i didn't ask it to it's a ghost i can write Ooh. about a ghost maybe it's a time travel thing there's my novel tippy typey tippy typey that's what i think happened he was probably see it. And, and at that point 1989 that's when you had a lot of big sci-fi going on like think alien of, that was that was 70 years but earlier, but you, yes, you, you had, you still had these, aliens. You had, <laughs> yeah, you had, you had Stephen King in his prime time of horror. You had, yep. um, you had like Terminator going on at that time. Yeah. You had, uh, uh, things like the dark crystal. That was sci-fi Holy fantasy. Holy shit. You had yeah. all this, all these huge sci-fi elements going so on. So has nobody ever talked to anybody else who appears in this story? Aside, aside like, from the get, BBC. Try to get them to corroborate. Not to my knowledge, but I could be very from the BBC interview. No, I don't, I don't. I don't mean talking to Ken and Debbie. Oh, I mean you mean like, to, like like Peter, talk to Peter, or, or talk to one of these paranormal John investigators, or, or no? Because it, uh, you know, uh, very conveniently, they were never heard of again. Yeah, remember the the guys, the researchers, Gary? just like uh, Gary, Gary, Gary was never heard Gary, of again. Gary, fucking the ufologist. He yeah, he fucking <laughs> Gary out, disappeared. So there was said, that nope. one that one researcher uh, was John and uh, John and uh, the other guy just disappeared. And John retired. It was never heard from again. The other guy disappeared. It was never heard from again. Yeah, I guess Con- it is very convenient. Conveniently, everyone else leaves. Yeah, like it, it's fishy. No, this is just a but on the other side of book. that coin. You all you see people all the time in modern day leave their posts when you know what the fuck that means or committed suicide in jail. <laughs> like you see that shit all the you time. Think, you think this ghost Microsoft Word document was so traumatizing that these people just off themselves? <laughs> you know no, the government like took that, care of them. Maybe. Have you have you seen Clippy? He's a fucking nightmare. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. You know what else is a nightmare? Patreon.com slash DeluniePod. Oh, so oh, one yeah. thing I forgot to mention yes. that I should have talked about in my this section was longest. that apparently, apparently when they were getting distrustful of 2109, it upset 2109 so much that yes. whatever paranormal entity is fucking with things in Ken and Lucas's house slash Thomas decides to just move the fucking computer into the bathroom. Yes. Oh, yeah. You put this in the kitchen, well, fuck you, it's in the toilet now. Yeah. Dick. It got so upset. Yeah. 
it, it's going to upset me if you don't go to patreon.com slash DeluteyPod. It's going to upset me if you don't go to DeluteyPod.com. Slash DeluteyPod. <laughs> it's not that. It's going to DeluteyPod.com slash DeluteyPod. It's going to upset me if you don't go to any Enter of our socials <laughs> to get DeluteyPod off your DeluteyPod. Matt, why didn't you add like four levels of security and redundancy <laughs> to our website? That would make a lot of yeah, sense. Just just make getting into the website an ARG. Just a fucking so. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the website, DeluteyPod or Dilutey.com, you can find merch. You can find the links to all our social medias, which you can also find us on social media on like Twitter or Instagram at DeluteyPod. Facebook is Don't Look Under the Internet. YouTube is YouTube.com slash at DeluteyPod. Just Google Deluti. It's like we're the first twenty three episodes. Yes, go to go to Spotify. Leave us a review. We're getting close to five hundo. And hell yeah, Matt is coming up this week. Is it your turn? Matt's coming up this week. So if we hit five hundred by the end of the week, which is a bit of a stretch, I have some plans. Twitter takeovers. Uh-oh. I got some plans. plans I mean, I, plans. I've been posting stuff to the Twitter this you week. You have. You've been seeing my sub. If you want to learn about the world underneath my sub, Twitter. <laughs> oh hell yes! Oh, I'm so yes. excited for that. We have. Um, <laughs> you could also we have some go to storytelling to do. Dilutipod.com/slash/orthon, and you'll see a tooth come up on your screen. You could grab it. You could take it out of the screen. Are you? And then you could put it inside of your mouth. And if you put it inside of your mouth, then you get a lot of power that is unbeknownst to man. And it is only known to the eldritch gods above and below. You should literally just turn. You should make our fucking website turn into just a Rick roll at this point. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. Fucking stay paranoid guys. Um, if you get weird emails on your computer, uh, just send them to your spam folder. I'm sure it'll sort itself out. <laughs> Hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> if not, well, you wouldn't know about or it anyway. people from 2109 will start reading them. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of the two. And if they want to read your spam folder, fucking, if it's anything like mine, let them. Because I don't want to. Yeah. At all. It's full of porn and, I don't know, bulk fish orders. And Matt, those emails that claim that they have you on your webcam masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on me, they actually do. Yeah. What do you got, Matt? <laughs> uh turn your webcam on. Okay. And if you're gonna masturbate with your webcam on, <laughs> make sure that you make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so, intense so, eye contact. Intense eye contact, eye contact. So that the scammers who use that to blackmail you later will just be too uncomfortable. <laughs> This is the pe- you That's know what never advice. mind. No one should see this. <laughs> I got you on cat. Oh, <laughs> I've got the or weirdest boner right now. Own- yeah, yeah, they want to keep it for their own personal Same. collection. Exactly. Same fucking page. Yep. Well, goodbye, everybody. We love you lots and lots. Kisses. We will see you next week. Maybe. Make sure you pick up a Bible and read it, because if we're being candid, Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, is the greatest thing to happen to us. Yeah, so Jason, just we, so, we're done. Know, we are done. Goodbye. <laughs> you may be done.